0: Hey everybody. Welcome back to Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon. I'm the host of this podcast, and we're going to talk about a new series we're going to do called Kingdom Culture. But this necessarily isn't a series where every single episode for the next however many is going to be about Kingdom Culture, although we might have several right off the bat. But this is going to be one that's going to be a continuous podcast series. And we're going to tell stories of how the kingdom is moving in our community. And so I feel like the Lord has asked me, at least initially, to focus on Nakoma Park, Choctaw, and Hera communities. So if you live in these area uh, communities or you work in these areas and you are seeing the Lordship of Jesus Christ ruling and reigning inside of people's hearts, whether they're changing their mind about um Identity like lie-based thinking or getting their identity from the world or one of the hats they wear instead of in Christ identity. And now they've shifted to in Christ identity or they um, there's healings or deliverance or just a supernatural joy I would love to visit with you so we can tell the story. And one of the reasons why the Lord put this on my heart, I think it was about in 2016 or 17, he just told me like, we need to tell the stories of how the kingdom is moving. Why? Because we have so many stories of how the world is worlding, right? We have the gloom and doom stories and everything else. But Jesus came here on this earth, died, rose again, and in like indwelt us as his spirit on the inside of us for hope. So we can be the light of the world. So we can be the city on the hill. So we can bring hope to every person that we meet. And so I love these scriptures in Matthew 12, uh, 21. I'm going to read like three or three or four different translations, but it says in his name and his is Jesus in his name. The nations will put their hope. And here's another translation, and the fame of his name will birth hope among the people. And then another one says, in his name, Gentiles will trust. And so right there, scripturally, it is talking about, and it's actually referencing a scripture in Isaiah, but it is talking about how Jesus is going to be hope for us. And so we're going to tell stories of how the kingdom is moving to bring hope, to bring The true picture of how uh, things are evolving for the world to be transformed by his supernatural presence and power. Amen. All right. So let's talk about what I mean by kingdom, because some of you listening may have this mindset that the kingdom is heaven. And although his eternal kingdom will be established in heaven, his kingdom is actually in the Holy Spirit. In Romans, it talks about the kingdom is in the Holy Spirit and it's righteousness, peace, and joy. And so inside of a born-again believer, there is in the Holy Spirit the rule and the reign of the lordship of Jesus Christ. And so when I'm talking about kingdom, that's what I'm talking about. So as the culture of my home and my workplace and the places that I go, things my kids are involved in, changes for the culture of the kingdom, then it's going to look like righteousness. It's going to look like peace. It's going to like joy. It's going to look like patience and goodwill and generosity and forgiveness and reconciliation. Like it's going to look like people getting healed and delivered from things that, like addictions, spirits, mindsets that aren't of him. And that's going to bring hope to everybody around them. Amen. So, I'm going to read a prayer that Christy Whitlock, um, one of the ladies that walked with me in M28 discipling wrote in July of 2021. And she was just having this conversation with the Lord. We were in a series at Grace Church called Embracing Kingdom Culture. You can go to gracechurch.community and, and check out that teaching series if you want to hear more about it. But she wrote this prayer, powerful prayer. Lord, give us the courage to live different than what our culture says is normal. Help us to choose connection to you that is of such significance that we begin to let go of our ways our society says we should think and operate and instead embrace your kingdom culture. Show us, Father, what it looks like. Let us be spirit-led moment by moment so that we can separate from what is normal to embrace All that you have called us to be. And in Romans 8, 28 and 29, it talks about what we're called to be. We are called to be conformed to the image of Jesus as a son of God. And that word son is gender neutral. And when you look it up in um, Bible Hub or anything like that, it isn't just men. It is male and female. It's just talking about somebody that is an heir, like you're going to get the inheritance of the father, but also you share in the same likeness of the father. And so the character as a son is going to resemble the character of the father. And so if you're born again, you are a son of God and you are going to resemble the character of father God, loving generous, sacrificial, so many different things. And so this series is all going to be about talking about how the kingdom is moving in our communities, because we need hope, right? We get infiltrated with all of the gloom and doom, especially if you're a news watcher. I, I haven't watched the news probably, uh, but a handful of times in like the last 10 or 12 years, um, especially since the weather apps came out on the phone, right? Cause that's what I usually watch the news for weather and sports and you have sports apps and you have weather apps now, but we're going to hear stories. How are the King, how's the kingdom moving in, in, um, in among community leaders within our city or within our organizations, how is the kingdom moving among businesses and different things like that, schools, all, all kinds of different ways, but also just community members like maybe somebody in their neighborhood prays for one of their neighbors and they get healed like we want to testify of the goodness of our father because that is who he is and i want to read this um my son Wyatt is 14 years old now and 3 years ago he was um sitting in Romans 12:1 and 2 i'm going to read that scripture and then i'm going to read what he wrote um from it But it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that word perfect just means mature or finished. So. This is what Wyatt wrote. God wants the kingdom culture to be on earth. It is right, good, pleasing, and perfect. We say, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. And heaven has a culture of pureness and righteousness and things like that. So if we have the king of that culture living inside of us, then our culture shall be like that. When we abide in him, and that's our mind, will, and emotions, our our behaviors. When we abide in him, our way of thinking gets completely changed and we will not live the way this world lives, but the way the heavenly realm lives. And we shall see that it is right and amazing and that we should be living like that. We shall offer our bodies to him so he can use them to expand his kingdom culture. Now, if you catch that, when he was talking he said when we abide in him so this is not telling a story about all these amazing things that's happening although we will tell those but we truly want to remember that our source for heavenly um for the heavenly realm and how it lives is all about abiding in him abiding just means to stay to remain Living connected. It's kind of like a baby inside of a mom's belly. It's connected. It's staying connected and remaining by that umbilical cord to its source, which is the mother. And, um, and that's how it gets its nourishment and that's how it matures to be able to have a healthy delivery. And so that's what we're talking about. And so when we're talking about the kingdom culture, we've defined kingdom, the rule and reign of the Lordship of Jesus Christ inside of a Yielded Believer, when we're talking about kingdom culture, we're talking about that we need to be change agents for the things of the kingdom. When you're in Walmart or, or maybe Harps or um, you're in McDonald's and the Lord starts showing you somebody that's broken and not like to condemn them, but to bring hope to them. To remind them of the goodness of God. And you know what? That might just be with a smile. It could be with buying their lunch. It could be with praying for them. Maybe you see somebody that um, is struggling to walk or having asthma issues or, or something like that. And you just ask, may I pray for you? More times than not, people are going to allow you to pray for them. And so I encourage you, just be bold and step out in that gift and and just what the Lord is telling you as you're staying connected to him. I've got a story, and I don't know that I've even, I maybe have told one or two people this, but I was in Sam's one time in Midwest City, and I was walking down the aisle, and I've just started asking the Lord um, when I go into place, like, what assignment do you have for me? Why, even though I'm there to get my stuff and get out and I'm ready to get home, like doing The works of Jesus as you're living connected to him with his character and nature is so valuable to the culture being changed. And so I was walking down this aisle and um, this lady was just standing there looking at uh, dishes or something, uh, something kitchen, kitchen wise. And the Lord said, you need to let her know that I hear the cries of her heart about her daughter. And I had no clue. What he meant by that, I didn't second guess. I just went up to her and said, I'm a follower and a lover of Jesus. And I just want you to know that he hears the cries of your heart for your daughter. And she broke into tears and just almost trembling. And um, I, I wasn't sure what to do besides just to thank the Lord for bringing her hope. And her daughter, the night before, had tried to commit suicide. And so to that mom, hope was brought to her. Now, it wasn't the hope of Gretchen. It was the hope of Jesus, just like Matthew 12, 21. It's his character that the nations will put their hope in. It's the fame of his name. And that doesn't mean like he's so popular, although that's part of it, but it's his reputation of the Jesus' reputation will birth hope among the people. And that's what happened that day. So you need to be a giver of hope as the Lord leads wherever you're at. But I want to encourage you also in order to change the kingdom culture or the culture into the kingdom culture, you also need to be a receiver of hope. Yes, in your secret place with the Lord, but also out and about from other people I was walking down Walmart one day, just dropped my boys off from school, and I was struggling with thoughts of being a problem causer, just this lie going over and over and over. And the enemy had me so wound up. I was navel gazing. I was just looking at myself, you know, and the Lord, the enemy had me so wrapped up and the Lord almost prompted me to lift up my head. I don't remember if somebody walked in front of me and I almost ran into him or what. But I looked up and this lady gave me the biggest smile. And the Lord looked at me or whispered to my ear. He said, that was me looking at you. And what tenderness that is. So in order for the kingdom culture to manifest, we need to be a giver of it as we're connected to him. But we also need to be a receiver of it in private and through the body of Christ. And so I hope this introduction just blesses you and you have a little bit of understanding about where we're going. We're going to talk to community members and people that just have heard the voice of Lord. They're walking out their obedience to change the culture, wherever that sphere of influence is, in their workplace, in their neighborhood, maybe even in their home, just to love the people that God put in their way. Like that is what we're called to do We're not called to judge the world. That is his job. We can't even handle what that looks like. We are called to love them. So let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for just the honor of being called your sons as born-again believers. To be able to be conformed to your image. What an honor and what a privilege. And I just pray, Father, if there's somebody that you are speaking to that has a story to tell, that you would prompt them to contact me so we can spread the goodness of who you are. But Father, if there's somebody listening that needs to be reminded of your goodness, I ask that you just bring hope into their hearts, that you are here, you are with them, and you are listening. In Jesus' name, amen.